Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And welcome to another wonderful episode of your favorite podcast. Another unnumbered episode of your favorite podcast. I have decided to not even mention, you always mention that there are no numbers, and yet mentioning that there are no numbers, you're still mentioning that there are numbers. Fine. True. I see your point. I won't do it anymore. You just need to move beyond. You need to rise above, as they say. It's almost like what you're saying to me is, Bobby, when it comes to numbers in the intro, can you not? Oh, God. (laughs) And that is my square and a circle segue uh, into can you not? And I just want to thank everyone for submitting their can you not? Um, tweet photos that remind us of what? What is it called? It's an, it's awareness for awareness for elephants. No, I know that it's awareness for not awareness for elephants, but planet. not on my planet. Yeah, thank you for the awareness for the awareness. Thank you for, for the elephants. like five people that engaged in Bobby's hashtag. We got uh, a tied up Kleenex. We got a tied up crop top. Someone channeling their inner Emily Ratajkowski. A tied up tampon. The string. tampon string was so thoughtful, and it really made me aware. Of being aware, of being aware of elephants, yes. And I really appreciate it. It was just, it was really magical to see all of you participate in a charity uh, and to do do it selflessly, you know? You were giving of yourself. Um, (laughs) For the sake of awareness, uh, for awareness, for awareness of of elephants. Uh, All right. This is a tongue twister. We have to stop. It's hurting. I'm aware, you know what I'm aware of? What? I'm aware that we need to get started with this episode right now. You will say that. They want to know. Hey. Mia. Hey. Mia. Hey. How much of this same? Hey, Bobby. Hey, Lindsay. Who is Mary Berry? I mean... She is, I mean, she is an American who, but God knows if she is not, in my interpretation of the United Kingdom, she is Britain's biggest them. We've talked about her and we declared her Britain's Martha Stewart. And I'm yes. pretty sure we even said that she was kind of even bigger or more iconic than Martha Stewart. Yeah, she's been around longer. And if the British Bake Off is kind of a them over here, isn't she kind of also a them by association over here or are you still like unclear i would put her in a gray area i would i feel comfortable talking about her on the show is, is is the way i'll answer that question all right well she's not the only one on the show so i think it's okay even if right. she was more iconic so uh the reason why we are discussing this show and not just because a caller asked whether it was a who or a them which we did discuss is that this week there was a lot of drama with it i don't know if you heard i about heard it. huge crazy drama shocking drama so apparently there are only two tv channels in england please mm-hmm. don't correct me if i'm wrong i know i am right oh i do i do too there are only two yeah the bbc and four channel four channel four yeah i don't know why there are only two you'd think they'd have you know the capability i think in america we have at least a million channels yeah we have a million there vice they're, literally has its own channel there's a website with a channel their wires can only carry two channels in oh, uk yeah did you look that up you 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 verify they're that? different is, they're like we're we have uh ntsc <laughs> wires and they have uh, pal wires their wires just can only hold two channels that's it 
And what's funny is that this show didn't even get famous while on these channels. It got famous via Netflix. So in America, whatever. Yeah. In America. But apparently it is a long running classic that has been on the BBC for as many years as it has been on air. But because of the recent boost in attention, I blame America, whatever. We're, you know, not to be all center of the world, but I blame America <laughs> that it got attention. Right? I'm sorry. No, now yeah. it's culturally kind of relevant-ish. Um, mm-hmm. It is changing channels. Somebody over there was like, hey, come to our channel, the other channel. <laughs> to the channel other one. Four. <laughs> channel oh, four. Oh, you like it over there at that channel? Our channel's also very cozy. I bet it was a vicious bidding war, these two channels. Well, what's wild about this is what I don't understand um, is... What's wild? Why would, why would they go there unless they could guarantee that their... Uh, their actual like meal ticket will be coming along. Like why bother switching if you're not guaranteed that Mary's going to make it, you know, like what happened there? I can't okay, figure so it out. Let's, let's discuss what happened. Okay. Basically it was announced that the show was changing channels. It was going <laughs> from the BBC to mm-hmm. channel four. Mm-hmm. And then the host, the two women, Sue and Mel, I think I called them like Sue and other Sue, whatever Sue and Mel. Those are their names. They are left the show, mm-hmm. um, and that was a that was already a big deal. That was like Sue and Mel are leaving. <gasps> God, and then it was announced that Mary Berry, who is arguably the star. I mean, who are we kidding? Right, she's the star. Mm-hmm. She's the show is about baking very old school British food, and she is the one who essentially invented all of the foods. <laughs> and, kind of. and you're desperate. You're desperately trying to impress Mary Berry. Sure. Like that's why these people go. They want to impress Mary Berry. So it's funny because she is leaving the show out of loyalty to the BBC. Mm-hmm. Um, and she basically said, I'm sad for the audience who may not be ready for a change. My question is, does she mean a change of the channel? Does she think her <laughs> audience can't figure out how to change the channel? Well, I mean, all British remotes just have an on button, a channel one <laughs> button, and a channel two button. <laughs> to change the channel in Britain, you have to like get up and like move the antenna, and you have to call the company. And, <laughs> and you know, what it's it like, sounds really like, difficult. it sounds like Mary Berry has never watched the other channel in her life. And she's been alive for several, several, several decades. She only watches the BBC. <laughs> yes. So she leaves. She announces that she's leaving the show, that she will not change the channel. And the other guy, Hollywood, Polly Hollywood, is that his name? It's not Polly Hollywood. Hollywood. It's just Paul Hollywood. Paul Hollywood. You. Paul Hollywood decides, well, I'm going to change channel. So he goes. He's the only one. Well, he says, the weird thing is that he says, I'm staying in the tent with the bakers where I belong. I want to thank Mary. I'll miss her. But he basically said, I'm staying with the show. So he's like, oh, I'm loyal to the show. And she's like, I'm loyal to BBC, which arguably is kind of the same argument. Which translates to me. He's getting more money. He's getting more money. And she's like, I don't need more money. (laughs) He's like, I want more money. She's like, I don't care. I don't like changing the channel. But the thing that sort of threw this for a loop that really surprised Lindsay and I when we heard about it, um, Lindsay and me when we heard about it, was that Mary isn't just not changing the channel. She's starting a new Bake Off show with Mel and Sue on the other channel, on the main channel. So clearly we're all staying on BBC with (laughs) Mary and Sue and Mel and the new British Bake Off. Oh, yeah. I'm not changing the channel. I don't know. Here's something funny, though, that I just realized when I got to the bottom of this People article. 
there are a bunch of tweets embedded, and guess who the last tweet belongs to? Oh, no. Who? Amina. Amina, what did she say? <laughs> Amina's tweet says, quote, farewell to soggy bottoms, quote, is what Mary Berry said about leaving Great British Bake Off. I don't think I can go on. So clearly next time we have a hoodat, we got to ask Amina about the Great British Bake Off. Well, I, we, need to, we actually need to call uh, our whom correspondent, uh, oh, John O'English, because he responded to Amina's tweet and said... She immediately asked Jono on Twitter, what is going on over there? And he responded, <laughs> he responded, we're tired of the world thinking we're all Sherlock and crumpets. We're honestly just knife crime and rain. <laughs> <laughs> we do need to, maybe we'll have, um, we need we'll to talk to another, Jono. Yeah. Um, so this is very dramatic. Very dramatic. And I'm glad that we're involved in like geopolitical world affairs right now by paying attention to mm-hmm. it i mean it was like the week of the like the un general assembly like we're just you know following the trend we're talking about the world man so uh good best of luck to everyone involved mary berry polly hollywood M- sue and mel what that's their names right sue mel, and mel and, yeah yeah anyways yeah. good luck to and them. all of the soggy bottoms and all of the future the bakers on the bake-off jeez <laughs> oh, uh Mary, uh, what did she do? Tell us what she did to one of your cars. Well, what, I'm amazed what, what happened was we were doing um, we were doing a demonstration in the NEC, Birmingham, and we'd split up. I, I, we'd just finished the last demo. I'd gone back to do a book sign, and Mary was, was leaving leaving to go home. So I came out and said, "Where is Mary?" And there was a police officer escorting me out, you know, to, towards my car. And I was with security, <laughs> and they said, um, uh, "Your car's over there." Mister, I said, "Thank you very much." Where's Mary? Oh, she's gone. Um, have you noticed what's on your car? And I went. Uh, what, you, what, what do you mean? He said, someone's written on your car. I went, what do you mean someone's written? Mary's written on your car. No, <laughs> she wouldn't do anything like that. No, seriously, Mary's written on your car. And as it got close to the car, it just said, love Mary, with a kiss. With a Sharpie. There he is, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and I said to her, because what happened was, I phoned her up, because she was on her way home. I said, Mary, what are you doing? Oh, I just thought it was marvellous. Lindsay... So this is really funny. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start this with a quick little story because every time I think about this particular actress, I'm reminded of this story. So when I first moved to New York, I lived in this, like, you know, this apartment. You have been you went to that. Well, it was like my second apartment, but you went to that apartment that I lived in yeah, with, like, Lauren Rebecca and, like, the big one. Yeah. That yeah, was, like, a billion point. bedrooms and it was, like, old and, like, it was cool. It was cool. Anyway, the, unit, the building only had two units in it and our upstairs neighbors um, were a little annoying. But one time they had this party and I was out of town. And we weren't really friends with them, but occasionally they would invite us up to their parties. They were older than we were, still are. Um, and I get back from, like, whatever I was doing, and I was like, what did you do this weekend? What went on? And they said, well, uh, uh, Scott invited us to his party, and it was really wild, and you'll never believe, like, who was there was a celebrity. And <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm going to guess. And they were like, no, you'll literally never guess who the celebrity was. And it was Piper Parabo. And so they were like, we just <laughs> talked to Piper Parabo for a long time and she was really nice and so she told this story to her dad my friend lauren uh and her dad was like i love piper parabo because he like watched that show that she had on usa where she was a spy and so still to this day when i talk to her dad he'll like maybe bring up that piper parabo that piper parabo story who is piper parabo she is um 
an actress who once spoke to some of my friends at a party in Greenpoint. No, that's um, not you. That's, <laughs> is that on her she's an actress. now? <laughs> no, she's an actress. I think I would say that she's most famous for Coyote Ugly. For Coyote, I was yeah. just going to say. She, is, she famously uh, said that she couldn't fight the moonlight <laughs> in the movie where also Tyra Banks was there and Leanne Rimes sang the song. <laughs> was it Coyote Ugly written by Elizabeth Gilbert also? It was based on a story by oh her. Oh my god! A profile? You're, uh, maybe. Oh no, you're totally right. It was either her or Susan. Or yeah, I was gonna say. But it was I think Susan it was Elizabeth Gilbert. Yeah. It was. It was one of them. Uh, the other thing about Piper Barbo is when she was in my favorite, one of my favorite movies, where she played sister to Lauren Graham and Mandy Moore in Because I Said So. Do you remember that movie? I think. I think I actually turned that movie off. Diane Keaton. That's not. There's no way. It's such a cute movie. No, I remember not liking Diane it. Diane Keaton's like because I said so. The, like mom. The only like, I can picture. I, I can so. picture the 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 poster perfectly. Where like Diane Keaton has her finger in oh, Mandy Moore's such, face. It's a great movie about moms and daughters and that static cling. There's one part where Mandy Moore's dress gets stuck and you see her underwear. It's like such a great Whoa, movie. Whoa, wacky. Wacky. <laughs> Sounds fun. Daphne wasn't excited to celebrate her birthday. Why are we celebrating my descent into oblivion? Come on, mom. It's not that bad. Why are we talking about... We're um, talking about Pied, Piper Parabo and, and I told a very long story about Piper Parabo that you fell asleep during because Piper Parabo showed Us Weekly what was in her bag and what's in her bag is... Uh, pretty unbelievable. First of all, she has uh, a canvas bag. Um, it's a Friends of the Lip of the Library canvas tote, I guess, because she's one of the celebrities who loves to read, like Lady Gaga. And there are some, you know, sort <laughs> like of Lady Gaga. You know, that go? what's her she song? Some of us just like to read. Anyway, she <laughs> let's. <laughs> I'm just going to let you I'm sorry. journey down that path. Yeah, I was okay, going to sure. I was actually going to begin this by saying um she has some normal stuff in here and like start with the more believable, easily believable stuff before I get really wild on you. The best part about what's in my bag is that it spirals. It's, it's supposed to start normal. Piper Parabo begins a little nutty. So she goes I have these Palo Santo natural wood incense sticks. I light them everywhere with matches from Jack's wife, Frida restaurant in New York. I'm an investor. So we've got, uh, Piper Pyro Parabo. Um, she's lighting incense sticks everywhere, which is really interesting. Then she has, you know, a hairspray, which I didn't know was a thing like hair perfume, but whatever. That's not the point. She has a map of Santa Cruz, California, for some reason. And she says, phones tell you where to go, but you don't get a sense of where you are or how big the city is. So Piper Parabo doesn't know how to pinch to zoom um, and, like, grab to zoom out. Poor thing. (sighs) Then she has wildflower seeds in a Ziploc bag because she'd read about guerrilla gardening in the 60s. It's a mitzvah to throw flowers out there. So she literally just litters. <laughs> she litters? She lights incense sticks on fire everywhere, she says. And then she litters Lit- seeds from her bag. She litters. God. And then she has, the craziest thing in here is an absent tea ballot. Since she's going to be in California when it's time to vote in New York. Why how is it in your bag? On, what a weird thing. Also, I don't even think they've... Someone pointed this out on Twitter. I don't even think they've released the absentee ballots for this election yet. So what the hell is she carrying around? Why does she... She also has oregano oil in her bag. <laughs> I don't even know what that could be for. 
So I have a question for you. I will if not us have weekly, an answer, I guarantee. If Us Weekly came to you as like Bobby, first of all, what's in your bag? Second of all, you have like two hours to put stuff in your bag and then we're going to ask you again <laughs> what's in your bag. What would you put in your bag? What is like the performative bag of like how do I, these... the first thing I would put in is my Hamilton playbill. I'd be like, well, I always keep <laughs> I always keep my Hamilton playbill with me. Um, Mine would uh, be like a receipt to like donating to a charity. I'd be like, oh, this like receipt to always remind me of when I was like charitable. I like donated. Or I would something. probably I would probably do something quirky like like really trying to pretend to be quirkier than I am where it's like, well, I keep a, I keep a freezer bag filled with bendy straws because when I go get coffee at my coffee (laughs) space, they don't have the bendy straws. And I like having the bendy straws. Like it'd be like, Oh, it's just like a cute quirky thing that Bobby does along with his Hamilton playbill. There are so many good, like performative things you could keep in your bag that you, that to like kind of show what kind of person you are. Mm -hmm. I, and uh, it's, it's wild, but I, the, the jar, the jar of water is very bizarre to me. Oh, she has a jar of water. She keeps a mason jar of water in her bag, which if I kept a jar of water in my bag, it would break in literally (laughs) T minus 10 minutes. That's what I was going to say. Broken. There are plenty of those metal bottles that are, you know, good for the environment, BPA free, just use the metal bottle. You don't need to carry a glass bottle that will 100% be shattered in a week. What's well, also sh- another thing in her bag that you didn't mention is she has an apple in her bag, but it's not like I have an apple in my bag because I'm like eating a healthy snack. She says that she has an apple in her bag because if you eat a green apple, it makes your breath smell good and your teeth clean. It's not even just to eat the apple. Her apple is like a performative mouth cleaning apple. This is like a wild woman. This is a wild woman. And it also sounds like act one of, uh, you know, a two year process of Piper Parabo transitioning into lifestyle blogger. I mean, I just wonder how much time Us Weekly gave her to performatively pack her bag full of all this garbage because uh, she really, you know, went above and beyond the assignment. I bet they give you a week. Right? Yeah. She's like, like, oh, we're going to interview about your bag in a week. She calls her assistant. She's like, I'm going to need an absentee ballot stat. <laughs> they're like, um, they're not ready yet. It's like not time to vote yet. F- no, just get me an absentee ballot. <laughs> well, I also think Us Weekly makes, like, they get what Piper Parabo has, and then they have to compile it for their own, for the photo shoot. Because there's no way this is actually Piper Parabo's stuff, you know? You you don't think so? Oh no, you not at all. This is her jar of water. No, I think the I think these are recreations. Of I think wh- this is the Errol Morris like documentary version <laughs> of Piper Parabo's bag. This is a huge conspiracy you're starting that all of these <laughs> what's in my bags are recreations. I mean, I don't think it's that big of a stretch. Imagine being the photo editor who has to like arrange a celebrity <gasps> bag of garbage. I like would love it. Bag. <laughs> that would be so much fun. All right. Okay. Um, well, I guess we have a new job for you. Let's move on. Is Lisa D'Amato? Oh, Do you know, 
God, we just talked about her, and I don't remember. I mean, but do you actually know who she is? No, even even when I even when I looked her up, I didn't know who she was. Like I know the okay. show she's from, but I didn't know who she was until I just refreshed so myself. So Lisa Damato, whose name is I guess Lisa Marie, as in mm-hmm. Elvis's, yeah. Elisa Marie Zamato is a 35-year-old former contestant of America's Next Top Model. Okay. Um, she won an all-star cycle, too. No one remembers that at all because <laughs> no one cares. But when she was on America's Next Top Model, she was somewhat memorable because she was kind of wacky. She okay. was, like, a very wacky woman, and she, like, did wacky things. She was also on Celebrity Rehab, thus the wackiness. Okay. Um... Um, but that is not why I bring her up. Um, why I bring her up is because this week she <laughs> gave birth via, well, via her vagina, but on <laughs> Facebook live stream. It's just called Facebook Live Mom. You can watch. Facebook live stream. You can you can watch her literally give birth on Facebook live stream thanks to her friend, Brendan Vaughn, who did the God's gift gave giving us not only just a live stream of Lisa giving birth, which is when Bobby was kind of watching it a little bit, his screams were palpable. <laughs> what did you say? Does a baby really look like that when it comes out? That baby looks dead. What did I think you say? That's exactly, I mean, that's probably exactly what I said. It looks dead. I know it's not dead. And I, I, I don't know. Like the, the miracle of life is disgusting. And I, and I think it's okay to admit that it's gross. It's gross. No, it's, it's no it's less. Gross, but it's no less miraculous. It's just disgusting. And this is a front row seat into. I guess what is really fun for me is that because it's on Facebook live stream versus on any other thing, is you have these live commenters watching. I mean, people were just watching her give birth, and at a eleven minutes fifty four seconds, just when the baby comes out of her vagina. Um, Aaron Moreno says, I'm crying and throwing up at the same time. So thank you to everyone who tuned in to see the birth of Lisa D'Amato's child, Venice Sire, who came into this world streaming live on Facebook. Oh my uh, God. I just wa- I turned it on again. Oh. <laughs> the other great part is... Uh. <laughs> Uh, the Us Weekly writer who had to write up the post clearly watched the entire thing and was quoting not only the Facebook comments, but Lisa in the video, which I love. I mean, talk about dedication. Perks. Yeah, really, truly. Uh, this is that was like three pushes, D'Amato proudly says in the video after hearing her baby's healthy cry. Oh, my God. I mean, it's just a very beautiful the miracle of life is yeah. uh, beautiful i just don't know if i needed to see it streamed live on facebook but you know? we did we watched it we both watched it take a boomerang okay you know take a take a triptych do a panorama i don't need it i don't need it live and i don't know if I, it's really insane to me that someone giving birth would want it live on yeah. facebook and also why would you open yourself up to like, hateful comments, hateful internet comments are, 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 are bad in any situation. But why would you open up um, hateful comments for the birth of your child? Like, you're just asking people to be like, get this shit out of my feed. You know, like, it seems like you would be particularly <laughs> sensitive about this whenever it's the birth of your kid. It's weird because um, they show her husband, like, 
touching the placenta and all the comments are like chopped liver for breakfast thanksgiving dinner like everyone's making like weird jokes about the placenta and it's just like this is just very <laughs> extra it's extra. something it's something extra Lindsay, you'll never believe who got married. Who got married? I'm just so excited to share this with you. And I don't oh have God. I don't have much commentary about this, but when I saw the news of this particular marriage that happened yesterday, um, yesterday afternoon, um, it happened in I'm quoting an e news story. It happened in the small desert town of Joshua Tree, California. <gasps> you you like Joshua Tree, don't you? Don't you love Joshua love Tree? Love Joshua Tree. Um, the couple is Who expected. Love Joshua Tree. The couple is expected to honeymoon in Tokyo and Bali before getting back to work. Um, the husband, his name is Adam Weaver. He's a commercial real estate agent. Um, Wait, why are you dragging this out? While <laughs> our queen, who um, is well known in the country music scene. Um, Wait. Who? Do you know do you know which country music who queen married Adam Weaver in a charming Saturday afternoon ceremony? It's funny because like an hour ago Bobby texted me, guess who got married? And I wrote who and he never responded. <laughs> I and I thought it you. was like one of our friends. Like I thought it was like, oh, like guess who got married? Like this person that we knew like four years ago, but Bobby meant like an actual who liberty. Who got married? Cam. What? Cam got married? Cam got married. <laughs> Oh, Cam. Cam got married. She just said Cam. she um she talked to people about the the marriage and she says, "It's just fun saying someone's your husband. I'm excited for our life together, encouraging oh. each other and getting more dogs." So, um Love Cam. I just wanted to let you know and that that Cam got married and she's very happy. We have and, such a history with Cam. And she uh, got married in a place that you like. So I feel like you might have a lot in common with Cam. I mean, if if having a lot in common with someone is they get married somewhere and you are like, oh, I like that place. Yeah. I've been that's, there. It's that's, cool. That's something. Um, my, I also love the lead of this, and I want to make it um, the lead of everything I write from now on, which is, congratulations are in order for Cam. <laughs> I just love I'm just going to begin every story like love, that. I still love, like, Cam could be as famous as Madonna, but I still refuse to just, like, just Cam. Like, who, like, Cam, like her name is just Cam. Oh, it's Cam. Cam, I feel like I feel like your monosyllabic uh, single name should not be allowed if it can be something else. Like share, like what else is a share? Cam could right. Cam Cam sounds like a noun. Cam just sounds like a camera. Cam, it's Cam. It would have to be like Crom. Meanwhile, Bobby is a huge fan of Cam. I That's love the Cam. Whole thing. I do like her album. What's your favorite Cam song? Uh, Mayday. That's her main song. That's her main song. That's fine. There's a Remember reason it's her main sang, song. Yeah, she sang that song with Fifth Harmony and she just blew them out of the water. She was just like better than them. Yeah, of course, because she's Cam. That's our Cam. Congratulations, Cam. Congratulations, Cam. Let's uh, let's talk about um, this really sad piece of who news. Sad? Oh. Ugh, I think it's I worth mean... bringing up because it's... It's about Corey, and we've talked about Corey before, but it's just, I just think it's interesting that people keep interviewing other people about Corey Monteith as though everything hasn't already been said about him. 
I mean, I just feel like Corey Monteith's death has had, is celebrated, not celebrated, is recognized, is, is uh, observed maybe 20 million times a year. It's never not a question that comes up. I mean, this had, so this headline, this people.com headline, I don't know why we're all over people today, but, um, Glee creator Ryan Murphy reveals the last words Corey Monteith said to him before tragic heroin overdose. Mm -hmm. See, this is interesting because the headline is also somewhat misleading. I read this as they were his last words ever. And then I was like, wait, was Ryan Murphy with Corey Monteith when he died? And then I was, I felt so weird and bad. Mm -hmm. But what this actually means is these are the words that he said to him before. This was like the last time he saw him. Yeah. Right? Yes. The last so thing he, that, and, and I think right. he died within the next few weeks or something. Right. Um, but, because he knew that Corey was um, an addict. Uh, and right. it was, I don't know, it's just, it's really sad. But the last thing he said, which I don't understand, I read the actual piece in Entertainment Weekly, and I don't, I don't know how Corey came up, but I guess it's just something you ask Ryan Murphy because Corey was such a big piece of one of Ryan's first big shows. Um, But he says, um, the last thing he said was, I love you, man, and thank you for helping me get better. And then he says, and the next thing I knew, he was dead. It was like losing a child. Um, It's just really, it's really sad. And And I also wanted to bring it up for the reason that you mentioned that the way the tabloids twisted this and tried to sell this and package it was that oh guess who heard cory monteith's last words ryan murphy when that wasn't the case at all well it's that's what i thought it was i that's what i yeah. misread it i think every a lot of people probably misread it i think they wanted thought, you to misread it i know i they think wanted so. you to misread it very rude um very rude and i guess we can move on to see what rita is up to what was she wearing where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? All right, so Bobby, what's Rita up to? Well, I'll tell you what Rita's up to. She's she's not up to much. She's not wearing as many clothes as she normally does, and she's not um, going to as going to the nice guy as frequently as she normally is, um, because she is, according to Idolater, putting the final touches on her next album because she is quote desperate to get her music out. Desperate. I'm. I'll tell you something. I'm desperate to hear it. Um. Oh, me too. And she says, I love my favorite thing about her quote about it is she says, it's very real, real instruments, believable lyrics. What is a fake instrument? What does she mean there? Like synth? Like, you like, know, like a, like a, like a Skrillex, like a Skrillex instrument, like a computer instrument. Okay. That's that big of a deal in this, this day and age that she's using I mean, real I instruments. I feel like Rita, you know, she wants you to know she's authentic. And mm-hmm. she's not using some garbage, you know, Britney Spears glory computer modifier stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Is this a, is that a sort of a backhanded um, <gasps> remark about Calvin, maybe? 
Maybe. I mean, that's reading a lot into it. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it, it could be interpreted as that. What if Rita's entire album is live recorded at Mother Teresa's um, canonization or whatever, and it's just her singing? What child is this? <laughs> I would still listen to it. I would give it a great review on uh, on the podcast. I would release a special episode that's just reviewing Rita's opus. Yeah. Um, she's living her dream, she says, which is great. But what I do want to say is that um, we should call out that she is almost certainly the person that Rob was talking about when he oh, mentioned yeah. cheating. Many people um, ca- like told us this, which we, I guess we knew. I mean, we just, we, we more had the conversation it. to have the conversation about it, but clearly it was her. He did say that he tweeted all this awful shit, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, Rita probably cheated on Rob. Um, and then she went to hang out with Calvin Harris and he dumped her and then kind of ruined her career. Or ruined her career for a time, a short time. I mean, TBD ruined her career. We're still talking about her. Yeah, but... I guess we don't count. <laughs> made her first album a struggle. I yeah. guess. Yeah. I guess. The promotion yeah. cycle for her first album. Because she couldn't play her song. She couldn't play her big hit. She couldn't play her big hit. Kind of a boring Rita week. I feel, I feel bad ending on this note, but there's just not much going on with Rita. We'll just have to wait until... We'll just have to wait until the... Uh, the 50 shades darker press tour because you know she's going to be she's going to have to be the buffer between jamie dornan and dakota johnson because they don't like each other wait since when oh they just don't they've never they've never liked each other and so they might have to bring rita out to be between them i'd rather see an interview with her than dakota johnson and jamie dornan well the two have literally zero to zero chemistry zero to zero in general and i mean it's I think Rita at least is like happy to be there. <laughs> yeah. She loves it. You know, cause Rita is, she's thrilled. She's thrilled all the time. Rita's like, thanks for inviting me, etc. Rita would have, Rita would want, would gladly spend like a day with access Hollywood. Just be like, sure. <laughs> gladly, gladly spend a day. Oh. No one's asking. And Rita's calling up access Hollywood. Like I've got a day. <laughs> calling would Billy Bush. Like you free? I can talk. Oh, Rita, um, Rita. The role of Mia, it was a fun role for someone. And, um, you know, it's a small role, but n- nothing is unimportant. Rita Ora just came in like a whirlwind bubble of vivacious energy. Yes. She's like Sherbet. That's the best way to explain who she is. She's like Sherbet. She's sort of fizzy and sweet and bubbly. And she was perfect for Mia. I think we're just about done. Yeah, I mean, I think that is really it. This week was really a, a bummer, I think. It was a bummer. Not, like, depressing, but what even happened this week? It was a bummer, because Brangie, Brangie took over the news cycle, you know? I know. I really wanted to make a game about something, but maybe I will... Ugh, I wish I had time to make a game. Fuck. Can I make a game for who's there about... Yeah. I have a really good idea for a yeah, game. Yeah, tease it. Tease it for our viewers right now, listeners. What God. the game is? Okay, yeah. so what the game is, is... This is my genius idea. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have Bobby. I'm gonna I'm gonna gather a bunch of headlines about Brangelina's breakup, and mm-hmm. Bobby's gonna have to guess which tabloid wrote the headline. Ooh, that's fun! Isn't that a good game? That'll be a good game. Okay, so stay tuned. I just thought of this game. God. We're gonna play it on Thursday. Yep. We don't usually do games on Thursday, but because um, it's been a long weekend, we didn't have time. Also, I just thought of it because I'm a genius, so it really just came to me. 
So on Thursday, we'll play that game. Uh-huh. And you can play along at home. Yeah. It'll be fun. Perfect. Um, so thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who's. The sticker pack got rejected by iTunes because I think Again? it's because there's a question. No, because I oh, had only it, once. the first time. Yeah. It got rejected. Okay. And I think it's because of like a dumb thing because I had a question mark in the title. And I think it made it impossible for the app to install. It got rejected because the app wouldn't install on the tester's phones. Okay, so that's I, boring. Anyway, um, boring. It's going to come out soon. Promise you. Sticker um, pack coming soon. Did you see us in Time Magazine this week? I don't even think we I mentioned did. it. But uh, we were uh, featured in Time Magazine this week, and it is thrilling. Hope you saw us. little shout out mm-hmm. uh, to the podcast. Um, and uh, you'll probably see us around in other places, too, you know, if things go well. Just to tease things out. <laughs> what you know? kind of tease? Yeah, we have some maybe big news to announce. We're excited about it. We'll see what happens. And please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. I think we forgot to say it last week, but we really uh, appreciate it. it. And it's nice. And we read all of them. It's uh-huh. actually one of – we love reading it. And we send each other screenshots of the mean ones and the nice ones. Not that you should write mean ones, but we – But know. if you did, we would read it. We revel in all attention. Who, yes. are, we gonna, you know, who are we kidding? So, <laughs> Like any good who. Yeah, so thank you, and see you on Thursday. See you on Thursday. Bye. Bye. You or Jayla? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to know. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Come on, come on. Hey. I want to be famous. Oh, my God. I just wa- I turned it on again. Oh. Oh. Uh.